This is a mental wellness podcast where we have real conversations about self-work and self-healing. Welcome to the Get Real and Heal Club podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa J. Grab a mindful moment with me. Hey friend, hey, we are back with this week's episode of the Get Real and Heal Club podcast. And today I want to continue this conversation of sitting with our stories and get into why self-discovery is such an important part of your mental wellness journey. When I say self-discovery, I mean knowing your true self. That includes your wants, your needs, your likes and dislikes, your strengths and weaknesses, what you value and desire, what the underlying motivation is in your actions. I mean, it gets deep. And some people are surprised when I talk about self-discovery because we grew up and went out into this world thinking adulthood came with um, answers and assurances that we would find ourselves by a certain age and be good from there on out. (laughs) Sounds like a fairy tale to me and you and me both know fairy tales don't exist. Instead, we step out in the world and the realities of adulting slap us in the face real quick and somewhere underneath all the confusion, chaos, worry, fear, Anger, resentment, fatigue is the question. Who am I and what am I doing? Me and Bestie were talking the other day and we laughed about that feeling of going through a season of growth and looking back at those past chapters in your life like who was I back then? It's one of those familiar feelings really and that's cool. But I want to ask, how often are you asking who you are now? How much time are you putting into knowing yourself inside and out? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the biggest barriers um, to our confidence and our ability to be successful when overcoming um, challenges is not knowing ourselves deeply enough. We don't have enough to fall back on and ground ourselves in when going through tough situations or even the tedious ones. It's way too easy to believe what you're hearing out in the world and all that stuff that makes you question your value as a wife, as a husband, as a mother, father, as an employee, a friend, all the roles that you hold in the world. But knowing yourself and investing in self-discovery will be what we can use when we're dealing with those challenges in our life. We can say, yeah, I know I got this because I'm skilled in this way. I've been resilient in these ways. I've engaged in a self-love practice driven by knowing and valuing myself. I know what I value and I'm aware of where my areas of growth are. What if we decided 
that our most important relationship is the one with ourselves. Is that a wild thought for you? To be in relationship with yourself? Because believe it or not, you already have a relationship with yourself. You might not know where it stands. You may feel um, disconnected. But you can always find your way back to you again. And I want you to know that you aren't alone in that experience. There are so many of us in our community that need to reinvest in learning and knowing ourselves. Honestly, I feel like in the busyness of life, your identity is one of the first things that you lose. I mean, you you can lose time. You could... Um, lose opportunities of importance depending on your values. But it's so easy to lose your sense of self when life gets going. And with all our competing um, priorities, it seems like it's not a big deal. But I got to tell you that it is. It really, it really is. For this simple reason. You only get one life, my friend. This one. With all its beautiful, twisted, chaotic possibilities. Don't go through your entire life knowing everyone else better than you know yourself. That's as real as it gets. But if you're still side-eyeing me at this point in the conversation, let me go ahead and put on my trainer hat for a sec. And we can go ahead and get into these details, okay? And you're going to see. You're going to see, all right? What if, what if I told you that even though self-discovery is an ongoing process, that it can actually make your life easier if you commit to it? What if I told you that? See, when you know yourself, it's easier for you to know your purpose in life and show up authentically in your professional and personal lives. When you know yourself and are aware of your thoughts and your feelings, you're able to better control and regulate your emotions. That means less popping off in your reactions. Trust me, I know. Popping off used to be my favorite thing to do. (laughs) So I get it. But it means less of that and more thoughtful responses with self-accountability and emotional intelligence in the the equation. Self-accountability actually becomes a driving force in the interaction because you're like, look, (laughs) I know this about myself. I'm aware of where my triggers are. So I'm going to just go ahead and take a couple deep breaths. Because you're trying me. And I'm trying to change my character. I'm trying to grow in my character. And this, it might be a challenge. But you know what? I know that about myself. And so I'm going to just take a few more moments to get my life together. That's what self-discovery can do for you. Knowing yourself will lead to better relationships at home, at work, and in your social circles. You will become a better communicator. You'll be more empathetic. You'll have better self-control. And you will be more transparent. Personally, you'll be more creative, have higher self-esteem, and be better able to manage stress. 
the deeper your self-discovery goes, the more you are able to tap into self-love and self-understanding. You won't criticize yourself as much because you see your own humanity. You start to understand and value that relationship with grace that we talked about last week. In case you aren't seeing the pattern, when you invest in self-discovery, everything attached to you gets better. All these benefits, it reflects a much bigger word. I'm going to give it to you. Peace. Peace. Listen, you can't get the peace you are looking for without doing the work internally to invite peace. There are too many people in the world claiming peace for themselves when inside they are bitter, jealous, hateful, and too blind to see it. Yeah, I said it. Pursuing peace will mean getting up close and personal with your story and learning how to show up as your authentic self in your everyday from a place of self-worth, a place uh, from self-value, um, a place of self-love. It's worthy work, babe. Now, if you need a few tips on how to remain active and committed in your self-discovery journey, don't worry about it. I got you. That's what we're here for. So the first tip that I would give you is to get in the habit of asking questions. Okay. All those questions you use to get to know somebody else, flip them and ask yourself, what do I like to do for fun? What's been the biggest challenge for me lately? What, how, how did my day go? Where do I see myself in five years? How is my heart doing? Then I want you to take it a step further and journal it. Really unpack your answers and then use the journal as a record keeper. You now have a place to visibly see your growth, where you can see your answers change over time and see your responses to different situations change as you become a healthier and more healed you. Another tip that I would give you is to seek sources for inspiration in your daily life, okay? Choose content that will challenge you, um, challenge your personal growth and keep you motivated to improve more every day, okay? We know you can get on social media, turn on the TV, and you're going to see chaos. You're going to see Um, unhealthy relationships. We're going to see toxicity. You're going to see all of those things. Um, Be very mindful of what you're allowing allowing access to. What would you expect to happen if all you're doing is taking in content that's just fueling toxic beliefs, toxic and negative thought patterns and, and behaviors? It would, be, it would be like working backwards or not moving at all, just treading in water and then wondering why you're not getting farther in your journey. Be mindful about the environment that you are creating for yourself. And that starts with um, what you allow access to. 
So when you're seeking sources for inspiration, um, make sure it's something that's going to inspire you, that's going to motivate you. Get into those books, those videos and podcasts like this one that will keep you inspired on this journey. Okay, that's going to give you that love and light and positivity um, that you really need uh, if you want to improve your mental wellness. Okay, and then, of course, my favorite tip is to create a self system that supports you learning about yourself. I want you to find ways to create regular space for me time. I want you to create a journaling corner in your home that's dedicated uh, to your self-care. Block off your calendar. Create fun routines to accompany um, these priorities so that it feels as valuable to you as it truly is. Okay, quick story time. Okay, and just so y'all know, if y'all haven't figured it out now, we're going to be talking about food a lot. Okay, because it's a problem for me. <laughs> um, but this this is a really good example of what I mean by creating um routines. So I um love food, hate cooking, love to eat, hate the kitchen. Okay. And it comes from you know some childhood experiences, and so for me, um cooking and the kitchen equals chores, more work and cleaning, and it's it's not giving what I wanted to give. Um, and so that has been a huge mental barrier for me over the years when it comes to um, healthy lifestyle healthy lifestyle changes, getting into the kitchen, um, and really just having a healthier relationship with food. I don't like it. I don't like to cook. I don't like making a mess in there that then I'm obligated to clean up. It's just a whole thing. But my goal this year, you know, as I'm letting go of some, you know, the unhealthy snacking thing, we're going to talk about that. Trust me, we're going to get there. Um, But my goal this year is to really change my relationship with food. It is, it is really the the biggest thing that I have to focus on if I really, really want to, um, you know, change and better my physical health. And so what I have done is I've decided to create a whole vibe around cooking, okay? Just a whole vibe. When I go in the kitchen, um, I turn on music. I turn on my favorite music. Um, It's usually um, Terrell's uh, Invitation to a Cookout album um, because it's a vibe, okay? If you've never listened to it, tell me. It's a whole vibe. And I turn it on and it, it just, it gives me that feel-good music. I'm dancing, I'm cooking, and I'm telling you, it, it's it's working, is what's crazy about it. It's working. The vibe is working. When I tell you that I have been in the kitchen every, almost every day this week, I don't even know if that's ever been a thing for me. This might be the first time in my all my years of adulting that Soot has been able to come into this house after work and and go right in the kitchen and 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 enjoy what I'm cooking and not not throw a tantrum all the time. Cause y'all know us us adults in Hollywood age, we we still we still throw tantrums, okay? And to know that I have finally 
sound a way to bring positivity into something that I have thoroughly hated. That's what this is about. That's what creating self-systems um, on your own terms is about, okay? Because what somebody else does, it might not work for you. And I have tried a lot of things that people have suggested. And this is the first time that I really honestly don't hate cooking. And that for me is a win. So when I say um, create a self-system, create some fun routines, think about what's going to make you hate the experience less. If you, if it's, if it's still a barrier for you, um, or it's like a mental thing for you, a roadblock, and it's like, look, I have better things to do than quote unquote learn more about myself. Figure out how to do it in a way that has a, it's, it's actually going to be fun for you. And so, well, maybe I'll, I'll we'll do a follow up with that because um, that's probably a, a bigger conversation that we should dig into. But that's that's what my t- my tips are for you. Okay. Creating a self-system, seeking sources for inspiration, journaling, questioning yourself, and really just engaging and creating a whole practice around self-discovery. Self-discovery requires you to develop intimacy with your own self. And sometimes vulnerability really feels uncomfortable, even in our heads. But don't shrink from the opportunities to build a deeper connection um, with yourself. It's the most important work you can do. And if I need to say it again, boo, this work is worthy. Well, that is our conversation for today, guys. If this chat resonated with you and you are ready to invest in your self-discovery, then I invite you to check out my self-discovery journal. It's called the Mind Your Truth Journal, and it's a guided, um, a, a guided journal with a one uh, prompt a day format that's easy to build into any busy routine. The link is in the episode description, and I've got to tell you, my clients in the CSL community have been giving great feedback about it. They always tell me, these are questions I've never thought to ask myself. It's an incredibly impactful tool that will really transform your self-discovery journey. So check it out and grab a journal for you, your bestie, and the family as well because we got youth journals too. So get into it. All right. Well, let's get ready to close out with this week's Lessons I'm Learning segment. This week's Lesson I'm Learning is to sit with discomfort. Sitting with discomfort. That's where I am. (laughs) Um, I am currently in process improvement mode in my home life. And that means that I am updating and recreating my self-systems around household management and daily living with my husband. And while I'm trying out these systems, I'm also in the process of letting go of the, some of those self-sabotaging behaviors. You already know what I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all gonna get tired of me talking about these chips and snacks. But listen, I'm sick of me too. So I get it. <laughs> the detox is real over here though. And it is a mental game, I will tell you. I wanted 
Y'all, I wanted some chips so bad these last few days. But I am sitting in discomfort. And I'm learning that that is okay. That discomfort doesn't always equal pain. Sometimes as trauma survivors, we become so pain adverse that any slight chance of pain, we shut down. And we stay away from anything with the possibility of pain. But discomfort isn't pain. It is bearable. It is temporary. It is okay. I know that I can sit with these negative thoughts. The thoughts trying to justify making a different choice. All of those things that seem like more work than it's worth. I know I can sit with because the real goal that I want to achieve is more important than what is temporarily causing me discomfort. In other words, this too will pass. Remember to see yourself worthy of the work of self-discovery and of the discomfort 